This is a Rooster Teeth production. Welcome to the Death Battle cast. We are the cast and crew of Death Battle and more, and today is our mid-season wrap-up for the middle of season eight. We just released our uh, uh, mid-season finale, Flink vs. Cloud. Uh, We got plenty of questions to get to. This is a big Q&A episode, but also just kind of talking about the season uh, so far and how things have been going. Um, So, as always, I'm Ben, voice of Wiz, joined by Chad. Voice of Hi. the boomstick. That's me. It's Chad. Uh, we got Liam, writer, Whoa. director, lead researcher. Hello. Who may be talking, but I can't I'm hear him, have... which is great. Oh, Music. what? <laughs> there, there we go. go. <laughs> okay, there we go. And Man. then we have Luis, uh, animation director, lead animator, just amazing, talented person overall. Yes. Um, Album cover master. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're so excited to have you guys here. Uh, real quick, because I know I talk with my hands a lot, so you'll probably see see this come up. Uh, just to give some context, I've been watching a friend's cat for a little while now, um, and a couple days ago, it was time to take him home. Um, and the cat and I seemed to get along really well. He would even crawl into my lap a few Aww. times, and I was like, "This is a nice cat. He's very chill, very kind uh, for a cat." Um, and being the dog person I am, I was like, "Oh, when it's time to take him home, I could just pick him up and put it in his crate." No, I can't. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> we like that very much. So like uh, he got me much. pretty good. So if you see that, it's, uh, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's a going away present for, yeah. just for you. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I got him in yeah. there eventually, but you know. <laughs> cats, cats have a time limit. It hurt a little bit. Well, of how long that they're, like, they can accept, like, love and, like, and, like petting and stuff, but only up until their time limit. And when you hit the time limit off, done no don't touch me don't get away from me yeah so you like cross the line now you yeah, will exactly. be scratched and bitten yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I, so now i have a nemesis which is great great there you go <laughs> Dude, i got bit hard uh, the other day when i was on vacation i stayed at my friend andrew's house and he's got they've got a couple cats and i like all like play fight like with my cat or even like uh my friend ellie miles cat uh like yeah. and they'll they're like down to like you know like they'll give you like the little bit of the claws, like the, the yeah. tiny bites, and I'm like, that's fine, you know. Uh, so I was playing with their cat Skipper, and I was like, "You are we gonna fight?" Like, uh, like everything seems to be going good, and then he's just like, "Oh, ah!" Uh, and just like bites the <laughs> fuck out of my hand. I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit, that's right, you are like, you got real teeth." And You're like carnivore, that can happen. <laughs> this is why I'm a dog person. Renner twenty four in the chat. I love it. It says, "This is why Toriyama made a cat the god of destruction." That sounds about right. <laughs> Speaking of which, if you are not watching this live, you're watching this on YouTube or Rooster Teeth later, uh, that's great. But we do do these shows live on Wednesday at noon, and we will be uh, looking at the chat throughout this entire Q&A session. So if there's anything you want to contribute to the conversation or ask about, feel free to do so. Okay. So um, we can go ahead and get to... Before before we do that, real quick, I just want to do a shout out because it's like a really cool thing. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard, uh, but we teamed up with the folks at Adult Swim and got to do our own Achieve line of Rick and Morty merch somehow. Yes. Uh, It's crazy that this exists uh, and there's some really, really, really cool designs. So head to store.roosterteeth.com and pick some up before they're gone. Because I imagine I'd like to think that these might become collector's items down the line, right? Anyway, it's super cool. Go get them. Yeah. 
I don't know how that happened, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wild. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's get to those cues so that we can deliver you guys some A's. Some that A's. makes sense. Some sure. Uh, sure. And these questions are pulled from Twitter. So let's go ahead and bring up the first one. <clears throat> this one comes from Anthony Lisi. Uh, why couldn't Steven Universe for Star and Poe versus Iron Fist be hand-drawn? Yeah, why not, Luis? Why did you get <laughs> on that? God damn yeah, it. I, I, <laughs> probably because, uh, it, you know, I don't know if you know this, but uh, doing a hand-drawn fight uh, takes a lot of time. And uh, those fights are like, you know, they were back to back. And I feel like it's, uh, it was one of those things where like we, we weighed our options basically. And, and, we, and we looked at like the, the entire, like, you know, like uh, production for, for the half, first half of the season. And we, we thought that we could achieve uh, uh, what we were trying to do with sprites rather than using hand-drawn yeah. stuff. And we could save that, uh, like, you know, uh, uh, like, you know, save everybody some like really uh um crazy uh amount of work basically working on those two <laughs> fights back in the back uh, back to back and stuff like that so yeah uh especially like so we've talked a lot about how we try to uh make sure that when we do these battles they sort of capture the feel of of uh of the characters and the shows and the games and whatnot they come from uh and so when we were Pitching uh, Steven Starr at the beginning of the year, we absolutely talked about whether or not we would be able to make it in a hand-drawn style or a, or a puppet-drawn like style, similar to like, uh, a Deadpool mask. Um, at the end of the day, Death Battle does not have an enormous budget or time. <laughs> uh, like It may look like we do, and certainly compared to uh, uh, you know, other YouTube versus shows, we definitely are very lucky in that regard, but we're not able to just make any uh, episode we want into some... like massive hand-drawn thing unless Luis gets drunk and promises something ridiculous and then just decides <laughs> to go through with it anyway. Um, <laughs> which, Definitely not. <laughs> technically not speaking, please. we only have one, one battle that is 100% hand-drawn, which should not have been. <laughs> but Luis, it was a passion project, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was fucking well, awesome. that and the Blood Parrot stuff. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, they yeah. still used a lot of the like uh, techniques. I'm, I'm talking about literally every frame hand drawn. Gotcha. Uh, originally, yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, like uh, the blind ferret slash laughing dragon stuff, and and the stuff that's done with harmony. The harmony team is hand drawn as well. It's just a different style um, that yeah. that uh, we're able to make use of a lot more effectively than just slaving away at every single image piece by piece which is you know an intense and awesome animation style that we want to support but it's just not something that death metal can realistically do yeah. uh, unless you want like three episodes a year yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and don't get me don't get me wrong it's super cool when we, when we do end up doing those kind of like fights but like uh it's it's one of those things where we had to if we're going to be doing something like that uh, we had to make like uh, uh sacrifices here and there to kind of make that happen and we'd rather give you guys like, uh, like just the best fights you can get uh, for each one of the matchups, and not give you like uh, like a really uh, you know like a really simple fly version of a fight, and then like give you like a really cool awesome fight. It, it just like if we balance it out, nobody it, like everybody gets to get uh, the matchup exactly how they want it to be, you know. And yeah. we don't we don't want to like. Uh, and shout out to you guys. You're doing. You're incorporating a lot of hand drawn elements yeah. down into the sprite fight. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I actually really like how uh, Death Battle's always been an experiment to yeah. to a large degree, right? Like, uh, it, it's funny. There are times 
we, we need to wrap up this question and move on. But there are yep. times when I think about like, is it a problem that we do a bunch of different styles of animation? Because like somebody might tune into something like Link versus Cloud and see, oh, they do 3D animation and then they watch, you know, another one and it's a sprite-based thing. And they think like, this is a different show or they don't like it as much or they like it better. It's like, do we have like an inc- a problem with inconsistency? And you know, it might be, but at the end of the day, I don't really give a shit because uh, I think it's really fun to explore different <laughs> animation styles and also uh, give we, these guys a lot of different tools to like play around with. I think yeah, that's I way think we better. Made a, I think we made a happy medium with both fights. We added hand drawing elements, we added its right elements, and and we kind of like made it so that each fight has their own like uh, special moments, and like we really highlight those. So uh, hopefully you like them and. Uh, Hopefully you like it. I love it. I think you guys did a fantastic job. All right. Question two. Yeah. This one comes from Ice. I'm picturing it's Ice from, uh, oh my God, why am I blanking on the name of it? Come on. Ah, God. Yeah. Focus, focus. (laughs) There we go. Got it. Why didn't Steven (laughs) use his monster form and wasn't it out of character for Star to attack right off the bat? Uh, I think we can get that second part out of the way real quick. Yeah. I mean, that, Generally, how death battle fights have to start is <laughs> so the character is a little out of character in order to start yeah. the fight. Um, we just kind of have to just kind of let that happen in order for there to be a fight. Uh, I would yeah. love to be able to create big epic sequences of like the characters meeting and and like a, a legitimate story or whatever going Flash on. Clash of ideologies. Like, yeah, but like, instead we have them fight over food usually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we, <laughs> I, I prefer to dedicate, you know, our manpower and time to the fight, the things that, you know, most yeah. people are coming to actually see. And also, like, it'd be hilarious. It's also leaning into fan fiction a bit. <laughs> Nothing against fan fiction or anything, but Death Battle's not meant to be fan fiction per se. It's meant to just be like a fun fight with analysis. Um, yeah. We'll be sorry to kind of have like a, <laughs> a, a fight that is like two minutes, uh, uh, like three minutes long, and then two minutes is them like setting up the story for the fight, and then like <laughs> they start the fight immediately ends. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, we're just like out this. of time, so the fight is <laughs> yeah. 10 seconds long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, but the first question was, uh, why didn't Steven use his monster form? Really simple answer. Uh, well, actually, it's kind of a complicated answer, but the main thing is it didn't feel right. It didn't feel appropriate, frankly, um, given the context of the monster form. Um, and the monster form still possesses all the same power as the pink state form. They're both the same form. They're just different expressions of it. Uh, Mm -hmm. So we figured it doesn't really add anything in terms of the analysis, in terms of presenting Steven as greatest uh, to include the monster form. It would just be leaning into this very emotionally uh, traumatizing sort of uh, moment um, that has a lot more context than just he's powerful now uh, that we didn't really feel was appropriate for the fight. But again, doesn't affect the result anyway because of what the pink state is. That's it. Great. Next, Next question. question. This one's from 100% Cherry Cola. Uh, in regards to the sprite fights, what made you guys switch from the single animator style of older seasons to the collaborative style found in modern seasons? <laughs> uh, lots of reasons. <laughs> yeah. But I think one of, one of the first was... So that the episodes could come out on time. (laughs) There were definitely a few instances where we had uh, someone have an issue. Like their computer crashed and exploded. Uh, 
nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Or had a corrupt file. Uh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> there's all yeah. So that was, I think, what began the conversation. Yeah. We were like, when it's all on one person, if one thing goes wrong, the whole fight is screwed. So yeah, um, I, yeah. Uh, so that, that was the beginning, and then it evolved into like getting to work together and building a new department and getting a lot of different people to like team up and work together which then made everyone's animation even better and cooler and shared ideas um but it started with a we need to we need to stop it stop the breaking and the bad stuff it's more efficient gets more people involved um gets a lot more artists involved and also like we have a bunch of different sorts of teams like we're we are part of Rooster Teeth Animation, so we are literally part of an animation team. Uh, Luis's team, for example, this is just their job. Like, this is what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we also have the different freelance teams that we work with as well. Um, yeah. That's not to say we don't do the individual animation thing. Like, sometimes DBX will do it, and that's a much mm-hmm. more reasonable uh, thing for a single animator to take on, because it's like a minute or so long. It's, it's a shorter, more personalized project, right? Whereas a death battle is like a big... Uh, three to five minute fight with a lot of different things that we very specifically need to need to hit. So there's less creative freedom per se. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, we and we we have always championed creative freedom when it comes to animation. Um, yeah, let's get on to the next question. Question four. Oh, <laughs> I'll read this one um, yeah. from Byvid. Uh, why did Boomstick never mention Tai Lung by name in Poe versus Iron Fist? I was barely scraping on that sidebar cameo, man. <laughs> So, Chad, I, I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't really <laughs> understand the it. Script said, but there were a lot of questions asking why we didn't mention Tai Lung. <laughs> I think it's like a joke. I think it's like a meme. I think it's like I, a, maybe I, think, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is either. I think that, that one think specifically that guy just likes you, so, Tai Lung. I, so, Chad, why did Boomstick not talk about Tai Lung? Yeah, Chad, what the fuck. He hates tigers. No, I. He wasn't. In, it wasn't in the script. It's canon now. Boomstick <laughs> um, hates tigers. I, I'm mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. the community is laughing their ass off right now. Okay, here. <laughs> it's some kind of inside joke. Or Tai Lung is the greatest character ever. There you go. You happy now? Now it's been mentioned. <laughs> also, before people jump down his throat, yes, we know he's a leopard. All right, oh, yeah, next question. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a leopard. Chad, you doing the... (laughs) Whatever. All right, uh, this one's from Angry Poppy. Uh, Considering that both Mario vs. Sonic and Link vs. Cloud remakes had different outcomes than the original fights, how has your methods of research changed from when the original Death Battles aired? Oh, I actually forgot to mention this one to Liam. I kind of want you to help cover this one as well. Um, (laughs) Yeah, sure. So, but, like, this is kind of a a very large and complicated one, so I think we can kind of touch on it a little bit. Um, but looking at Link versus Cloud, thinking about, and Chad, you'll remember it, uh, I'm sure, a bit, like thinking about how we handled the original Link Cloud back in 2012, right? Um, it was very much us not really knowing what we were doing <laughs> in a lot of ways. It was the very first time we ever brought in an, uh, an RPG character. It was the very first time we ever brought in a character like Link who has multiple incarnations. Um, so a lot of it was sort of, figuring out how to present those characters. Um, And I still think to a certain extent, like the way we did it, like there's reasons for it. It's not like we were just making shit up, but I personally looking back on it, I don't really like the methods we used. I don't think it really 
represents the characters to their fullest extent and definitely skews it more towards It's been length. refined. Yes, refined a lot, mm. especially with, with Cloud, I think. That so, said, there was a special charm looking into like everything that this character's been in uh, mm-hmm. and finding some real weird shit. I do really miss... I mean, we still get to do that, but like... Looking at like what we did Donkey Kong, right? And the Donkey Kong animated show. I I remember watching that <laughs> and being like, wow, a lot of this episode is being devoted to this this animated program. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> well, I, mean, I guess it technically of... has something to do with it, but I, I not loved worth it. it. <laughs> um I thought the I thought the bits were funny. Um <laughs> I would say that like so obviously I wasn't there for the original Link versus Cloud or Mario versus Sonic or or any like really early death battles. Um so I can't say specifically how it's changed, but I can say that just observing those episodes and then and then knowing what the process we do now, there's a higher focus on nailing down first off like nailing down the stats of the characters, so like strength, speed and durability like like the things that like okay if these if one character is like way way better in this then he could just like punch the other guy and cause him to explode regardless of whatever um so that's a that like a, and that also leads into like like looking into calcs and stuff lots lots of more scaling as well um in general because you know okay maybe this character is really really powerful but they haven't like they haven't like done anything that can be measured that looks really powerful they've just beaten up characters that have met like really powerful feats like uh, goku is a good example like up until up until like his punch clash with beerus like goku didn't really have any direct powerful like feats he didn't he didn't blow up planets obviously he's goku he's a good guy blew up like islands uh you know but obviously he's he was not just an island buster right um so so i would say that like those are big things um also say that like we just found stuff um in terms of like link versus cloud in this like go around that i don't know if you guys would have had access to that like information back then whether it's new or whether it's like really obscure like data books that we looked into um we also treated their arsenals differently um or or how we approached their arsenals differently which was just a change in philosophy um, yeah, uh, and I think those two are points are really big points. Uh, uh, the fact that we have more people working on it helps a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's sure not uh-huh. just uh, uh, me and Chad basically um, figuring things out on the fly within two weeks. Uh, we got we got a team of researchers, <laughs> which is awesome, and yeah. who know what they're doing, <laughs> uh, which is fantastic. Then the philosophy as well has changed dramatically. Like the way Death Battle started, um, I always viewed it as specifically a logic puzzle right? Um, figuring out a winner would be answering, asking questions and answering them. Um, and it was less about the comparison of the stats and, and the individual abilities and more about uh, 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 and how they rep- are represented individually and more about if you just throw them together, what happens? Uh, and it's more complicated than that now. Uh, at least our process is more complicated. Let's get on to uh, question six. This one comes from Charlie Krauss. Uh, was it as difficult to determine the winner for Link versus Cloud this time around as it was back in 2012, since he once said it was the hardest battle to determine the winner of before Hulk versus Doomsday took that title? I think we kind of covered a little bit of this already uh, with the yeah. previous question. Um, uh, it wasn't, I don't think. 
Uh, because I, looking back on it, I think the reason why the original Link Cloud was so difficult to figure out was because we had never done these types of characters before at the time, um, and we really weren't sure how to present them, so we were kind of figuring that out as we went along. Uh, yeah. So the second time around, we had a much clearer uh, direction, especially after bringing Sephiroth in. Um, I think uh, our, our analysis of Sephiroth really helped prepare us for this. Um, Link and Cloud are characters that are both very 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 well covered in like versus communities so it was not hard for us to find the resources um that like just the community as a whole is like scrounged and dug up and being like oh here we go yeah i have a question for luis actually i want to interrupt real quick luis uh this is the first year where you have been lead for every single death battle fight right uh every single animation um, whether it uses Animate, Harmony, Blender, Maya, Unreal, whatever. Um, what has that been like, jumping into all these different teams, <laughs> uh, leading all these different teams? Well, I'll, I'll tell you this much. At first, it was a little bit scary, you know, because, I, I mean, like, it, it's, <laughs> it's working with, uh, with people I have never worked with before and uh, in terms of, like, the animation teams, the, the 3D animators and stuff. Uh, and uh, it was, uh, you know, it was scary at first, but then, like, I kind of I noticed that, like, while doing director work is very similar to what we've been doing with uh with sprite that uh that battle so like because uh you know like back in the day we used to have like the characters kind of face off each other and like it, you know it's like fighting game kind of style and that's it basically and we kind of play around with it with it a little bit here and there but we didn't have the crazy camera angles and the and the zoom and the pants and all that all this like uh, crazy stuff but since we have like evolved what a sprite animation has uh, has become like basically uh, on that battle, it made that transition a lot easier, which is uh, which is really cool. So um, yeah, it's just just been awesome. It's been awesome working with uh, all these talented people and then telling them what to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, that part, that part. Laying down sorry. the law. <laughs> I see a lot. I see a lot of people in chat saying that you've been doing an awesome job. So. Thanks, thanks yeah, for yeah. the support, everyone. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. All right, yeah, you've been you've been kicking ass, guys. Like this has been a fantastic <laughs> season so far. Let's get to question seven. Pardon the quick interruption. I just want to take one minute to talk about our sponsor, Canva Pro. Canva Pro is the easy to use graphic design platform that helps you design like well, like a pro. Canva Pro can help boost you and your team's productivity and creativity. It's a quick, easy, and affordable way to design whatever you need. Canva Pro has helpful design tools that you can choose from depending on your needs for a project, including a collection of over 75 million premium photos, videos, audio, and graphics. That's that's a lot. Plus, it comes with time-saving tools that simplify and speed up the creative process. You get all this and more with just one subscription. If you've followed me in in Death Battle for a while, uh, like before the Rooster Teeth times, you know that this all began with just a little startup company. And what I found is that you can have the greatest ideas in the world, but without quality design and presentation, almost nobody's going to notice. Canva Pro is an excellent way to get that quality without the stress. Design like a pro with Canva Pro. Right now, you can get a free 45-day trial when you use my promo code. Just go to canva.me slash cast to get your free 45-day extended trial. That's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash cast. Canva.me slash cast. Thanks for the support, Canva Pro. Now let's get back to the show. 
And this one comes from Elwolf Jerickson. Sure. For the Cloud vs. Link fight, how did you end up deciding on the materia for Cloud to use? Would limiting his materia have made a difference in the outcome, as that seemed to be a factor in the previous matchup between these two? Thank you for the fun show. Aw, thank you for watching. <laughs> so so I, think, I think the question is referring specifically to how did we decide which material would be used in the animation? All of them. It, no, in the, in the, no, in I, the analysis. In the analysis. Yeah. Yeah. So in the analysis, we gave yeah. him pretty much everything. Um, I just think you know, else, I think we give him everything um, because there's no reason there'd be no reason to limit him. Um, the the gameplay of Final Fantasy VII uh, like implies that like oh you can only carry like X amount of materia based on the slots in your sword. That's just a gameplay thing. You can just hold up materia in your hand and control it with your mind. That's how you cast spells is just with your mind. So you don't actually there is no reason to limit Cloud to a certain number of materia based on his his weapon slots. Um, and because he's an RPG character and because we treat characters at their best, um, we assume that the cloud we're using is a cloud where the player who's playing Final Fantasy VII collected all of the materia that you can collect. So cloud would have Especially access with, to... Especially uh, with Master materia. materia. Yeah. With Master Materia, he literally has all of it. Exactly. Um, and no as problem. what we showed off in the fight, it's the relevant stuff to the analysis plus the stuff that we felt people would want to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will say, um, I don't think we have a question about it, but I, I did see some people wondering why a summon didn't show up in a fight. That, again, <laughs> goes to. Uh, so every death battle, every, especially the every death battle animation, something gets cut, something yeah. gets removed partway through. Link versus yeah. Cloud is no exception. There were multiple scenes that were removed, that, that were even like drawn out in the animatic stage that were removed or removed before we got to the animatic stage. Like there was a whole sequence where Link was going to use the fire rod at one point. Um, we had but instead we had Cloud hit more rocks. Yep. <laughs> uh, how, him hitting the rocks was originally going to be him smashing through buildings, uh, but we didn't have the time or resources to build the full city of the slums, so we could just basically just put the church in a, uh, a canyon instead. <laughs> it, is, it is in a canyon. So, um, yeah. What, yeah, just, but now it's an empty canyon. For some reason, yeah. the rest of the soldiers <laughs> are just gone. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, there was talk about like him bringing out Bahamut or Knights of the Round. I think was the one that we really wanted oh, to yeah. talk about bringing out. There was extend the animation to we, like six, at, seven minutes long. <laughs> at a certain point, we joked like, "There's no way we're going to be able to like do Knights of the Round justice with the time we have, unless you like severely trim down the fight itself." We didn't want to do that. So at one point, we did joke about. <laughs> It just cutting just, to the actual animation from the game, but we just like <laughs> put Link's head on whatever character is being attacked. <laughs> we didn't end up doing that, obviously, but like at, at, at the end of the day, um, I guess we should have mentioned that there's going to be spoilers. Big spoilers for Link vs. Cloud, Paul vs. Iron Fist, and Steven Starr throughout this whole episode. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, Cloud is more powerful than most, if not all, of his summons anyway, so yeah. it didn't really matter. All right, yeah. uh, even before if, we get even to the if next question. Limit, yeah. Even if you limit Cloud to, like, no materia, he just cuts Link in half. Sadly. <laughs> uh, before we get to the next question, I do want a really quick shout-out. Uh, RTX is coming soon. Uh, yes. Very soon. July 8th through the 17th. Uh, it, it's, it's coming out fast. Uh, you can join us for 10 days of entertainment at rtxevent.com. Go check that out. There's a lot of cool stuff coming up. We, even, we have a big uh, death battle panel as well. Um, we also we hope you can join. We have a happy hour, which might be sold out. But if not, there might be a couple tickets left, um, which is where it's going to be a more intimate experience where you get to hang out with us and we get to chat. Um, Sam's whispering in my ear. What 
He wants us to say vote for DBX. I was going to save that to later, but yeah, yeah we're, DBX. Getting, we're getting to it. Yeah, <laughs> it's in um, the rundown, Sam. You can just scroll down. No, <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, make sure you uh, go and uh, check that out. Uh, go sign up for the happy offer. It's still available. Um, also, you can get a personalized video message from me. That's a thing you can buy. You can make me say stuff if you want. Will you <laughs> do it there. in the boomstick voice if they ask? Yeah, if they ask, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. One, Next of, one of the most terrifying things ever things. that happened to me was was Chad saying my name in the boomstick voice. Uh, it was like a truly terrifying. like terrifying like out of body experience. It was just so Why, weird. Liam, Liam Swan. Oh, oh, he's thinking it's of himself so in weird. a dead battle. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. Because <laughs> you feel like you're not that bad. Was that, that like the weird? Is that the full circle moment of oh, I'm a part of this? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 and uh, yeah. Okay, it's like a, it's actually, like a, it's like a paralysis demon. <laughs> this is a great. This is a great uh, segue into a question I want to ask you, Chad. <laughs> sure. Um, how has recording Death Battle and voicing Boomstick in particular evolved for you over ah. the past decade? Oh, uh, well, I've gotten a lot better at the voice, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> man, I'll look back at some of those early episodes and just be like, um, And what's funny is really finding the voice to what it came out to be started because I needed it to stop hurting. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I found a, way, a different way to do the voice in my throat that makes it not nearly as bad. Um, you, you weren't like, you didn't have like voice acting training when we started this, right? Like you hadn't nope. done a lot of acting uh, no, at the time, it's literally came about because we had that meeting, Ben, where you you showed us the concept, and then we all were like, "This is really great," but we think it needs a co-host. And then afterwards, you just came up to me and you go, "Hey, you like doing silly voices because you've heard me do like impressions <laughs> and stuff." And you're like, "Would you want to be the co-host?" And I was like, "That sounds good." And then we just talked about like if there are two, what what are they like? And we, you know, we talked about the odd couple thing that one would be really nerdy and scientific, and the other would be like a weapons expert. So I was like, "Well, let's go the opposite of scientist and do redneck." <laughs> and then was, you heard it here first, folks. Rednecks can't yeah. be scientists. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, technically, <laughs> Boomstick has a PhD in poultry science. So That's true. Yeah, exactly. Boomstick, um, I believe, has a doctorate and Wiz does not. Shattering yeah. the, the glass ceiling. Um, but yeah, so it was just, I mean, practicing it, finding a way for it not to hurt. And then, like, you know, you, you then hear it and then you go, oh, like, okay, cool. I could put more emphasis into these words and things. And then it just evolved. And now it's like second nature. Um, and it doesn't hurt nearly... If my voice is in a good condition, I can like voice boomstick for quite a while and I'll be totally fine. If if my voice is already a little rough, <laughs> then it will shred it. Uh, <laughs> so that's just the nature. Uh, I love the character's voice, but yeah, there are definitely times of like, man, it would be so much easier if I was doing what Ben's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, Tillerman <laughs> in the chat is asking, is Batman's opponent going to be revealed, I believe, at our RTX panel? Um, I believe that's the plan. Yes, it will. He will be. Uh, also, uh, Computer Ronin asks, uh, "Will there ever be more blooper reel videos? Something we haven't done in a while." Um, I, I wish. I hope so. I and that's something I wish we could. I mean, there's plenty from the audio. We just don't have the video yeah. because we're recording from home. Um, yeah, that kind of suffered from the pandemic and us recording separately because I feel like we had a lot more bloopers when Chad and I would record together. It was just 
a lot easier to like lean into that and just have i mean we still record together but we don't record like in the same room anymore um so we'll see uh currently i promise no bloopers and repaired or anything like that but i i mean i doubt it won't i imagine it'll come back in some form at some point if someone wants to go rip through that audio and put something together there's definitely a handful uh from us voicing from home yeah i don't think as many as normal (laughs) no but but when we were at at the office in the the booth like we would just go on tangents and just waste us so much time (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get to uh question eight this is a big one uh dude blade x hey what's up says supernova always bugged me since it was only ever used once and then never again on top of cloud being knocked down and out by the way by way less it feels like the archie sonic black hole thing is there evidence of Supernova not being an outlier for Cloud's durability? So Supernova yes. is tricky. It's um, not... Yeah. Go for it, It's Liam. not the only uh, feat that is way better than what Link can do. Um, so let me just... <laughs> I have the list right here. Um, <laughs> so there's also... The other big one that we mentioned in the episode is Bahamut uh, with X to Flare. Um, Destroying a moon. 130, yeah, exactly. Um, the 130 exaton figure that we used is actually like the lowest one that we could have used. Um, the highest one using the heat fusion method, for all you calcing nerds out there, um, got around uh, two Yoda tons, which is like large planet, small star level around there, um, which is actually very conveniently uh, uh, corroborated by the fact that. Uh, Flare used to be called Nuke in earlier titles. So, just as an experiment, I just had this this thought experiment. Let's see what happens. Okay, so Nuke. Let's assume that's if 1980s. Let's assume Nuke is one megaton, right? That's what a, like an average Nuke would be around then. Um, well, if you treat Exa as a literal like um, uh, prefix, um, each each new prefix is a thousand times greater. So a mega uh, kilo flare would be a thousand mega flare a million. Exa flare would be a quintillion. That would equal one yoda ton. So actually very very consistent um, with the uh, with the actual like calc calc that we did. There's also Ifrit um, who is stated multiple times to be able to rend the world into ash, which we calculated to be about one yoda ton. So these Yodaton uh, <laughs> yeah. calcs were very, very, very consistent. Um, and there was no reason to treat, to, to think that Supernova wasn't legitimate, um, especially considering you also have uh, Meteor, um, which uh, would probably be much more than planet level because the planet in Gaia in Final Fantasy VII contains the life stream, which is what allows characters to do insane fucking like magic attacks like supernova um so yeah there's there's plenty of stuff in in final fantasy 7 that gets at that level in terms of power and durability since they're also using their attacks against each other so supernova was definitely one of the big things that we did not uh uh take quite so literally back in the day um and i still think there's I mean, this is fiction at the end of the day. It's all up to interpretation. I still think there is reason to believe that Supernova 
is not quite as it seems. You can totally make a reason for that. You can totally argue that. And I think you can make that still, you know, uh, uh, make sense. Um, we are definitely taking it more as face value based on these other feats, the supporting feats and what we see. Um, so, yeah, at the end of the day, Cloud survives the sun exploding in his face. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is ridiculous, but it is supported. Um, uh, and, and I mean, they, they have all this magic and whatnot, so it's not like he's just standing there. I, I know, like, common uh, uh, complaints is like, well, if Cloud could just take his sun to the face, why do bullets hurt him? Um, which is... Because that means that, know... that they can't use guns in the game, right? Like, just in terms of a gameplay thing, if you want to have guns in your fictional setting, they need to be able to hurt people. Yeah, so, and, and if you get into the scaling of it all, like, the bullets do hurt some summons at some point, so, like, it is possible these are just really <laughs> powerful bullets. Uh, Fiction would, gets messy with that. Like, I would it's, say it's that hard that to, like, is, an, is a low outlier. I would say that yeah. bullets are, are a low outlier in that case. But again, like, just claiming something is just an outlier and shoving it to the side, yeah. I'm not a big fan of, because, like, that's intentionally just ignoring something. Um and then, of course, there's also, like, the argument, like, well, Supernova in the Japanese version would just inst- instantly kill you. So, like, no, Cloud shouldn't actually be able to survive it. Actually, it doesn't. Uh, Supernova does, did change for the international release, but the original version of Supernova just did dealt 2,000 damage. Like, or around 2,000 damage. Um, whereas when they uh, changed it for the international release, it changed to 15, 16th or something like that of, of uh, characters' da- uh, health. Um, so, so basically, like level up kill. your character. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to get one-shotted, get good. Grind <laughs> for another three hours. All right. <laughs> Let's get to the next question. <laughs> this one comes from Blue Laddie Blade. Oh, also, uh, what process do you go through for songs? Are they composed before or after the episode has been storyboarded slash animated? Do this one really quickly. Uh, after. Uh, we send the animatic to Brandon or Aaron, whoever's working on the music. Uh, they compose to the animatic and then to the final animation after it is uh, completed and, and edited together. Um, so yeah, comes afterwards. That's the way it all times out correctly. Next up. This one comes from Dakota Draws, Whoa. and their commissions are open. Uh, Link versus Cloud has a huge <laughs> issue. According to your own rules, Link has unlimited magic and has the magic armor from Wind Waker. How could Link ever possibly lose with armor that completely protects him with an unlimited magic sword? Did you guys miss this or what? Oh, snap. Little, it's one of these ones. I love when they oh, phrase them like snap. this. A little antagonistic, but okay. Yep. Um, so a couple things about that. Um... Liam, you probably have some, some things to say, but I will say uh, the magic armor got retconned. Doesn't use magic. I know it's called the magic armor. Doesn't use magic anymore. Use rupees. Uh, it yeah. uses rupees. Um, Isn't it like so... a commentary on like capital? I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, wasn't that the like joke? Money's stealing all the magic from the world. <laughs> I rec- that's just vaguely from playing Twilight Princess, wasn't that like the joke? So Twilight Princess was originally going to have a magic meter, and then they took it out pretty late. Uh, so they changed the magic armor in Twilight Princess to use rupees. And then when they re-released Wind Waker, they realized that the rupee thing worked better, I guess. Uh, maybe because you could game the magic system with like uh, potions and whatnot. So they changed the magic armor in Wind Waker to also use rupees. Um, yeah. So that's one reason why 
we can't necessarily associate it with it because there's two different versions of it. Uh, and the more recent version is rupees. Um, also like, it's not necessarily invincible, right? No, um, an unlimited magic source is sort of like the androids from like from like uh, from Dragon Ball, like Android seventeen and eighteen. Like he, like even assuming that he just has like an, an unending source of magic, like okay, doesn't necessarily clouds, mean he can't be overpowered. Yeah, Cloud's magic is is way, 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 way more powerful. He also has ways of um, dispelling barriers, like D barrier and D spell um, uh, summons, like. Knights of the Round bypass magical defenses, um, and Cloud could just again straight up overpower him. Yeah. All right. So. I think that covers it. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> but before we continue, here's a quick break for our sponsor, Code Academy. There's never been a better time to become a programmer, and honestly, it's only going to keep getting better. With Code Academy, you can learn to code on your own terms. Code Academy is the best way to learn to code online. They not only teach you job-ready coding skills, but also help you build unique projects for your portfolio, earn certificates, and even prep for technical interviews. Learning new skills can be challenging, and I've found that the most difficult part is actually just getting started and sticking to it. Codecademy helps take out a lot of that load off your plate so that you can just get into what you really want to do. Codecademy can help you learn all sorts of coding languages, including Python, HTML, uh, CSS, JavaScript, and more. Plus, you get instant feedback. What was that? All right, instant. That's huge. Uh, when you write up some code, it's tested as soon as you submit it. So you'll always know if you're on the right track. Join the millions of people learning to code with Codecademy and see what where coding can take you. Get 15% off your Codecademy Pro membership when you go to Codecademy.com and use the promo code CAST. That's promo code CAST at Codecademy.com to get 15% off Codecademy Pro, the best way to learn to code. C-O-D-E-C-A-D-E-M-Y dot com, promo code CAST. Thanks, Codecademy. Now, back to the show. Uh, from Azure Blue Wolf says, In several death battles, you've stated multiple times that just because a character defeats an opponent, they don't necessarily scale to them. Why mm -hmm. is it that in this death battle, you've scaled Cloud's speed to Bahamut when he's never shown that kind of speed in any media? Ooh, that sounds like a Liam question. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it, for a character to not scale to a character that they fight or that they defeat, the defeat would have to be something that's removed from, like, speed, right? So, like, Zack fights Bahamut physically involving speed, right? Um, and then Cloud scales to Zack. So Cloud's roughly equivalent to Zack. Um, so so there, there's your scaling for that. Um, Bahamut, I, I did get a lot of comments about Bahamut, um, it's tr us using its travel speed feet. Um, it's 1,200 times, I think, is what we went with. Um, travel speed feet, and then scaling it to his combat speed, like his reactions. Um, and I, we've talked about this like a couple of times before in cast, but I'll, I'll do it again. Um, because they are different travel speed and combat speed are different, but you can use travel, uh, travel speed to determine combat speed with very few exceptions that are very obvious. So the reason why you can use travel speed to get combat speed is because one question, how did Bahamut Fury know when to stop flying to earth right like if he's flying from one planet to earth 
how did he know when to stop flying? How did he know when to stop and not crash into the earth? He would have had to reacted reacted to it, right? Like in that instance, earth is like a projectile moving at him at 1200 times the speed of light. And he reacted to it. If you phrase it like that, it's like, oh yeah, if I throw a baseball at you at 1200 times the speed of light and you react to it and catch it, that seems like a combat speed feat, right? Well, it's the same thing here. Um, so, so that's, that's why, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know if we can necessarily say like, just because we scaled to him doesn't mean cloud can suddenly fly from Neptune no, he to can't. earth. No. Like that's not what's going on. That's there. not, that's not what we're saying. Just that. Like if Bahamut Fury can react to something coming at him 1200 times the speed of light, his arms would need to move relatively the same speed, right? Or else, from his perspective, it would take him a century to move his arm for a punch or do anything, right? Okay, so if he can move his arms at that speed, um, this applies to just most characters in general, then, like, a character that can dodge attacks from him or hit him without him being able to react would also be moving at relatively the same speed. Um, And just to cover one last bit, like, I saw some people mentioning, like, Zack fought Bahamut when he was standing still. It's like, that's game mechanics, guys. This is RPG. Yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. turn-based RPG. Like, yeah. and as children, like, they're not just standing there waiting for attacks to hit them. They're not waiting for their turn. <laughs> yeah, and like I don't know, like if he swung his sword and cut Bahamut, and Bahamut didn't dodge out of the way, then it would have to be faster than Bahamut could react, or at least relative, right? So, yeah. And it's sort of a generalization in some ways. It's like he's somewhere in this realm of speed, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Makes sense that way. Okay, next up, let's do question 12. Getting close to the end here. Abu Bakar, a bug. Okay, uh, to Ben, since you were working on the OG Cloud versus Link, were you able to add anything in terms of animation to the remake slash rematch that you weren't able to do with the OG since back then working on 3D animation was limiting back then? Please and thank you. Uh, again, I think I think Link I versus Batman. Cloud One was not supposed to be 3D. <laughs> yeah. So for those who don't know, uh, Link versus Cloud was written to oh, be a sprite fight. This. Oh. Um, the animator, I said that weird. The animator, <laughs> animator, uh, who was working on it, uh, was talking with him back and forth. Uh, due date came along, and I was like, "Hey, man, uh, how's the fight coming along?" And this was back when things were super loose, and we didn't know what we were doing. Keep that in mind, like year one or two of death battle it's all up in the air um and i got a response i was like oh it's coming along but it's not finished yet um you want to see it <laughs> well, what i've got and uh checked it out it was suddenly 3d <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah the, the animator at the time was uh, trying out 3d and you know what i think it turned out pretty good for what it was uh, uh, for a first time kind of thing. I like the first one. Yeah, yeah it's fun. So, like roasted. Uh, like one, of the, one of the big things that did not come across um, the way I wanted it to in the original 3D was uh, the ribbon, Cloud's ribbon. Um, oh. We got a lot of comments how Cloud is frozen in the animation um, and then then breaks out when the ribbon is just supposed to like just not let that happen. So that's some, that oh. is something that I wanted to recreate in this fight and do more uh, accurately. Um, yeah. That is probably the biggest thing I, mean, I got it. think of. Yeah, I mean... It, you get it, but like in the I animation, it. it is much slower right. before, and now it's faster in the new one. Um, and but, the um, new one just has so many cool references. Like, oh, it's just the motorcycles. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think we've ever. I don't think we've ever mentioned this before. So Link did not have the master cycle 
back in 2012, right? Right. But very early, Chad, you might remember this, very early on in writing that version of Link versus Cloud, there was a discussion about, like, what if we have Cloud on his motorcycle at the beginning and Link's on Epona? Yes, I do remember yeah. that. Very <laughs> and much. there was going to be a horse versus motorcycle <laughs> fight. And the only reason why it didn't happen was I was worried about, like, how it might look in sprites. <laughs> like, right. a horse sprite might be a little weird, especially with, like, a motorcycle driving around or whatever. I was like, I don't know if the- it's going to look great. Obvious opportunity to have Epona versus a chocobo. Yeah, that was, that chocobo, was also something we right? talked about as well. But yeah, like, it yeah. sure was. <laughs> yeah, so that so didn't happen, you. and then that's eventually we got the motorcycle versus motorcycle fight in. in <laughs> so, so what you're saying to answer that question, the 3D wasn't limiting; it was just not assistant. <laughs> yeah, basically. Exactly. <laughs> got it. All right. Uh, let's get to the next question. Question 12, I think. Uh, no. This one comes from Arctic64. How long does it take to make animation, like for Wiz and Boomstick and the fights? Um, that varies wildly. Varies <laughs> yeah. well, wildly on the scene. Just real briefly, Luis, well, do you think you can kind of cover a general idea? Yeah, usually. Especially like uh, for, with the differences. Yeah, the differences, I mean, like, uh, obviously, with some Boonsick, it will be a more, a much more simpler style of animation because there's no uh, choreography in the uh, in those scenes. Uh, they're puppets. At least, yeah, at least usually, <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, they're puppets, and it usually takes around like one to two weeks to do uh, a shot of like with some Boonsick for uh, uh, to get it from from start to finish. But you gotta keep in mind that like there's multiple animators working on each one of them, so. Uh, so, and so they're also working on other projects. Like, we, we yeah. have animators who work on multiple projects at once, not just Death mm-hmm. Battle. Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. So, so we, it's kind of like a, they, they, they were stacks at very specific times when they're free and they don't have, like, anything else uh, in, their, in their timeline. As for uh, actual uh, fights, uh, 3D fights obviously take longer, uh, uh, usually anywhere between, um, like, 8 to 10 weeks. And for... Uh, 2D fights, like sprite fights, those take around uh, five to seven weeks. Uh, it, it really all depends on how complicated the fight is. And it's one of those things that we don't like uh, realize like how complicated some shots will be until we get into the Until you get into it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it, so it varies, basically, depending on yep. uh, the fight. It's a very complicated Great. process. Yep. Very complicated. All right. Yeah. Question 14. This one comes from No More Heroes. Yes, why did you guys skip over Age of Calamity? It's a canon game, just only canon to the alternate timeline. Still the same link. Okay, I wanted to cover this because uh, I saw a couple of people ask about this. Uh, and I think it largely comes from how Nintendo um, promoted Age of Calamity. It is not canon. It, is, it does not match up. So the idea of Age of Calamity, when it was first pitched, was it's a prequel to Breath of the Wild. Game comes out. It's not really, it's a time travel story. And the idea is uh, a, what is it called? Diminutive Guardian, I think. Um, goes back in time to change the events. You could argue then that like, oh, it's still the same link, but a different timeline, right? So technically that link should still apply. The thing is, the timeline that the Guardian goes back to is already different. Uh, a big example would be how Link does not have the Master Sword. Um, uh, when uh, Zelda approaches the champions. In the timeline set by 
uh, Breath of the Wild itself, he already has had the Master Sword for potentially years before the other champions get involved. There's other things, too, that don't line up. Uh, the basic idea is whatever timeline this Guardian goes back to is not the same one that it came from, if it even came from the main timeline at all. So uh, it, it is technically considered just both uh, um, uh, Hyrule Warriors games are just generally considered not part of the main canon, not uh, a main series link, and can't really be tied into the spirit of the hero reincarnations that we are oh, working God. with. They're talking about the meme now in the chat. <laughs> they said time, huh? All right. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Unfortunately, uh, we have like our, our main meme derives from literally one very commonly used word. Like <laughs> time. Huh? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Why that one? Why that one? I don't know, but uh, know. that's very interesting, Ben. Thank I wrote that line in like two seconds. I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm, huh? I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's, let's knock out these last few questions. This one comes from Rio Zoito. Uh, regarding Link versus Cloud, since it's shown the Cloud tanked Supernova, and by extension, all eight are considered to have fought Sephiroth and taken a Supernova Blast, are you planning on revisiting Yang versus Tifa? Yeah, I wanted to address this because obviously, I'm actually surprised we didn't get more questions about this after Sephiroth versus uh, Virgil, because I feel like we kind of established this with, the best, with that episode. Um, mm. But this one makes it more obvious, I guess. Um, there are plenty of episodes, uh, uh, especially from season one and two of Death Battle, that I think would be pretty easy for us to like maybe disagree with or, or, or question uh, these days. I, I don't necessarily want to sit here and say like, oh, that episode's probably incorrect based on our current research, research methods and whatever. Um, because that would kind of like make a setup like a, a, an expectation to do a rematch or something like that. And maybe the rematch would either uh, uh, come out with a different answer. Um, and also, like, we can only do so many rematch episodes, right? Like, you guys don't want us to do. Well, I, I, I guess I've never really asked. If you guys would like us to do a bunch of rematches, like a season of rematches, that might be interesting. But I would like to hear from you guys if that's something you'd, you'd want us to do. I don't think we'll ever do a rematch of Tifa versus Yang. Mm -hmm. so i think i it's safe to say pretty sure that one would change <laughs> with this new uh, uh 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 exploration of how supernova works uh and mm -hmm. just feats and summons in general like uh that sure, was yeah. again back in the day where we interpreted final fantasy very differently and again i think there's still like you can still argue an interpretation that still fits that interpretation uh, uh that analysis but like taking it with a more face value approach like we're doing. Um, no, like I think Yang loses that. Um, but we probably won't do a rematch because I think I, I would, I would love to bring Tifa back. I think Tifa would be great to, to bring yeah. back for a different fight. And I feel like she's got a lot better matches than one where she kind of obviously wins. Sakura. So maybe from Naruto. Yeah, that yeah. might be a good one. There are, there are plenty of good ones. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I think I can officially say that uh, Yang would lose against this version of, or this uh, interpretation of Tifa for sure. Mm -hmm. All okay, right, next and one. Then, next one. This is, comes from I, Ivan Lerma. Ivan Lerma, sure. Uh, will Death Battle, will, sorry, will Death Race <laughs> return? And will it have unique episodes such as flying attractions and boats? <laughs> uh so I, I did want to make sure that this is out there there are currently no plans 
uh, at least as far as I know, uh, to bring Death Race back anytime soon. Um, it's still it up, up in the air as something that might happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if DoorDash yeah. wants to sponsor it again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, That's how it's it happened not, in the first place. Yeah, um, it, it's not necessarily something we won't ever do again, for sure. Like, we would love to do that Death Race again. It just depends if the opportunity comes up. Death Race was such a blast. Um, yeah, I'd love. To uh, yeah, I would love to do another season of Death Race. So, and and honestly, like the first season of Death Race, we were very limited to like we had to we had to put things together pretty quickly. So we were limited in what we could pull into uh, 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 the races themselves. So if we did another season of Death Race, I would absolutely want to like expand from just like uh, uh, from what we did and have maybe a flying one or boat race or something like that, like a running yeah, race. Like then, then we could do some crazy stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, perfect. Uh, There's some great episodes we could do. Sam in the chat saying, you can buy a season of Death Race if you happen to be extremely wealthy. It's surprisingly <laughs> affordable. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, like, you'll notice that uh, we talked about Teams of Animators last uh, a little ways earlier, right? Uh, you'll notice Death Race was all animated by a freelance animator, Devil Artemis. So, like... Yeah. You can help us pay them. <laughs> we can do it. Yeah. Kickstarter for Death Maybe, Race. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so just to kind of wrap, wrap this up, because we uh, actually this timed out really well. Um, thank you, everybody, for, for, for jumping into this and, and, and for participating in this awesome little wrap up here. But uh, everybody here, Chad, uh, Liam, Luis, um, of the episodes that we've released so far, don't spoil anything. Ooh. Of the episodes that we've released so far this year, what what's uh, stood out as like a character or a moment that has been the most fun or interesting to you? Uh, animation. While I refresh Luis. myself. <laughs> I can, I can go first. This year. I, I can go first real quick. Uh, I think the moment I I really like how the moment came out in Link versus Club, where um, Link uses the um, the ocarina to. Uh, do the songs of storm and then you see his like big epic reveal and then like the the lift up for for the uh for the lightning ball it just kind of like everything just kind of felt like it just uh it's like that moment where you're like oh he's doing the song of storm what's happening and then it reveals like oh man he looks so cool and then suddenly oh shit he's doing that to get the lightning ball and like and, and hit like that moment just that just came out like perfectly for me so yeah that that moment really that. stood out to me yeah, we actually talked a little bit about that with Brandon last episode, too. If you haven't seen that episode of Death Metal Cast, go check it out. We had Brandon Yates, our musician, on. Uh, and we, we went through several different iterations of the music to really, like, hit that feeling of, like, this epic Link moment where everything he's been working towards pays off. And then Cloud, because he's so fucking powerful, just redirects the, the <laughs> lightning strike into Link and everything just explodes. Yeah, that, just, that was just Poor like... Link. Like peak, uh, peak writing there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I think out of this season so far, like Link versus Cloud is like a really big standout to me because one is working with this horse film team now using Blender and like the animation just looks beautiful. And also, dude, it is such like a love letter like to like all these different eras and things that these characters have been in. Like, dude, when we did Four Swords Link, I lost my damn mind, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was so cool. And like just all the different things that we go through. It's, uh, it was really fun. And then aside from that, uh, also Steam versus Star because I, I really like Star Butterfly. I think it's a really fun, great show. So 
it was cool to see and i loved how fun we how much fun we had with that fight and just even the beginning of him picking up star as a plank and setting her down is just <laughs> yeah. so perfect i love it <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I loved when uh uh man kaden when she auditioned for for steven and that that came through and i listened to it, i was like fuck yes this is perfect I, i'm so happy that kaden uh jumped on that because that was awesome um uh, and, and I really liked going through uh, uh, the writing process for uh, Poe Iron Fist. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, that was just a lousy did such a good job. Uh, and, and it felt like we were writing just like a legitimate sort of. Uh, Kung Fu Panda uh, short or something? <laughs> Kung Fu Panda yeah. short, yeah, with Iron Fist thrown in, <laughs> uh, um, in a way. Yeah. Um, and it's always, it's always so much fun when a fight can feel like it's part of those characters like franchises or 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 yeah or it just it just emulates them so well like the matchup just works together uh uh so well and i think that's yeah. a really good example of it yeah anything uh, from did, you liam i really like don't, a superman oh oh yeah huh? yeah that goes so good <laughs> You made me. You made me worried. I was about to spoil an episode that. No, 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 no. I, I just like. I, I just wanted to mention. Well, the the food dive bit was like so good. Yes. Oh yeah. The I go back dive, and rewatch yeah. that. So that was like times. an. That was improvised animation. It originally was like much simpler. Um, but then Zach, I believe, was was just like, "How about I just go ham?" And then then there you go. And it's one of the best moments from the fight. I also like uh, a Superman because originally. Um, I asked Gianni to like hum the Superman theme for a potential like as he's punching Doom like he's just going no 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 you know like because he's just such a crazy um, secret wait, wait, wait. Superman fanboy. Lex Doom wasn't this season, was it? Yeah, it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was wow. Liam. Liam directed it. Yeah. I know. Oh. I know. It's been. <laughs> I don't know. It's all, it's everybody off. Off. Hell yeah, dude! Lex versus wow. Doom is fucking incredible. That's one of my favorite two D fights we've ever done. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh man, so many good things. The foot dive combos, the that turning and the smashing through the wall. Oh god, so good. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, I think that's a great place to end this. Thank you so much, everybody who joined. Uh, Yes, there is a DBX that is coming up. If you have not seen it yet, uh, the DBX for Naruto versus Ryu uh, Hayabusa is out right now. You can go check Mm -hmm. that out. Man, really cool fight. Um, And Apocalypse versus Black Adam is next up you can go vote on that on the death battle twitter um and uh, your vote decides who the winner is that's how dbx works surprise if you haven't, <laughs> haven't checked that show out in a while <laughs> um very excited for you guys to see that episode next week it's gonna be super fun um and next up if you're watching live is gonna be achievement hunter so stay tuned for that on rttv uh liam luis chad thank you so much for joining um Hi. And as for you guys watching, be kind to others, be kind to yourself, stay awesome, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Take care.